Did you live tweet us out for the for What's the public? That? Me? Mm, you're on the bullpen. I, I don't live tweet. You're on the bullpen account. Do you do you live tweet? Anybody else live tweet? You know what I was looking forward to was live tweeting of Evan and his cat. You know what I was looking forward Ooh. to was live tweeting. You have a cat now? We got it. We're good. You have a cat? <laughs> it's not my cat is he's always okay so it's like i can never remember that he has wait, a twin so, so we've been waiting for the, yours yes here's a little bit of background right I so yesterday <laughs> we're all in the bullpen or most of us are at least at our desks and evan says uh my cat had to get a cone on it says that right right because of the well not your cat we've established it's not again, your cat. My fiance's cat yeah um and then he gets a text message that says what again this is about what four o'clock. Basically, says. Um, let me pull this up correctly. It said, uh, "I need you to come home." Lucifer, <laughs> the name of the cat, <laughs> is stuck in the back of the church. I think that was a uh, mistype. Couch. <laughs> I'm freaking out and trying to cut it open. Basically, <laughs> my fiance was worried that the cat's cone was stuck on something. She could only see its stomach and its back leg, so she thought it was hanging itself by the cone. So it took me about 25 minutes to get home, get there, had to lift it up, tilt it sideways, tilt it backwards, yada, yada. Cut the <laughs> fabric off the bottom <laughs> of the couch, pull out some stuffing, find out there's a second. There's two floors, apparently. There's an upstairs and a downstairs underneath the couch. To your couch. Your couch has layers. Yeah. That's crazy. It's the, like the, an the onion. The cat can hide in, and wow. it, um, it was hiding in the upper layer. And uh, finally, we, we got it after about 10 or 15 minutes. To run out, knocked over my Sierra Nevada uh, growler. Luckily, no damage was done. Forty would have been pissed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, cat's okay now. Took the cone off it, so it's just gonna have to live without it. Let me ask you something on your on your drive home. Right. What was going through your mind? What did you think you were gonna walk into when she said, "I'm trying to cut open the couch"? You know, funny thing, I was actually catching up with my buddy Jordan on the phone on the way home, <laughs> uh, and I was telling him the story, and I really wasn't that worried about it. Really? No. We, well, I, I figured, you know, we'll cut it open, and, you know, at some point the cat gets freaked out. When you get too close to it, it'll run out. It'll be fine. So it was just a question of how long it was going to take. It took about 10 minutes, and all right. JP, you don't have any pets, do you? Nah. You got a pit bull back home, right? Nah, we had to give Nina back to his owner. Well. How did you end up with the... <laughs> It, it wasn't in a good home, so. Oh, okay. But Got once it. they moved into like a humongous house, they have a, super, a supremely large backyard. Okay, so. I was gonna say, well, if it wasn't a good home, you should have been able to keep the. Yeah, it would have been tight though. I miss Nina. She's the homie. What's going on on Facebook? Do we have anybody on Facebook with us? Where's Jace Chan? Uh, no. Nobody viewing us on, on Facebook at the moment. It's because he's doing hard slave labor right. in Studio Probes, Three. Tweet us out. Okay. Tweet, tweet it. Tweet us out. Tweet uh, out so link. for those of you that aren't watching on Facebook right now. Tell uh, people that they can win money if they start watching <laughs> and watch the numbers go through the roof. You'll need prizes, apparently. That's how it's going to happen. Yep. Americans move on incentive. Because they sure as heck don't move on. Before we else. start the show, I just want to say that while it was a disappointing year, because I know we're not going to get to, I mean, a disappointing finish. I know we're not going to get to hockey in this podcast. Well, it was a disappointing finish. I was pretty proud of the Sharks the way they uh, finished. Wow, you season. actually made it. The hey. capital suck. Yeah. yeah. I thought about writing a eulogy and doing the whole thing, but I just, you know, it was a, it was a good year. I, I, do I think they're going to get back next year like people think? No, I don't. I just don't think this is the group. This you was their, this was their shot. You didn't think they were going to make it this year. This no, is that's why true. you and your wife decided to get pregnant. He's not wrong, folks. So And decided to allow me to name your son.
and welcome into the bullpen. Hello, Facebook. If you're out there or you're watching this later, hello, Facebook. This is the Bullpen Podcast, episode 25, coming from a beautiful studio. Studio One. Studio One. A special thanks to Yahoo Studios for allowing us to celebrate our quarter century show here. We can rent a car now. We totally can. We totally can. We could have before. We just don't pay extra now. Yeah. Before we get, before we get into the to the topics of today, wow. um, can you guys believe we've done twenty five of these things? Yes. And we still only have two listeners. <laughs> oh, America <laughs> hates us. Listeners. We've got <sighs> Brandon's mom. No, no, she can't. She, she probably listening. can't figure it out. She dropped. No, out. no, no. She she was good with the 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 YouTube clips when we were tweeting those out and all that, and uh, I was sending them to her. But yeah. Now that I don't like physically force feed it to her, she she's probably not paying that much attention. Well, Cliff is probably out there, right? We got Cliff for Man, sure. Man, Cliff been crying so much because his beloved Golden State Warriors have just boo booed all over his feelings. <laughs> <laughs> boo booed. Poor Warriors. I feel like we're gonna spend like half the time oh, yeah. talking about that. I, I think so. Too. We we jokingly said we were gonna let JP filibuster and just walk off the set and just let him go. Uh, before we get to that filibuster, because we know uh, JP has strong feelings on the NBA Finals, please do keep in touch with us here at the Bullpen Podcast. Please. At the Bullpen Pod on Twitter. It is used frequently. We have bullpenpodcast at gmail.com. That's available for you. That we've probably never gotten an email I, from. I, Except nope. maybe from Google yeah. saying, hey, <laughs> hey, you guys have an account Check now. your mail more. <laughs> uh, and uh, you can also hit us up on Facebook in the comments section. Okay, so before we start, uh, Brobes, we got anybody on the Facebook yet? No. Okay, so still zero people on Facebook. <laughs> I, I mean, the, Facebook has changed their format here, so I'm trying to like make – it says we're live. Anybody want to hit up Cliff for a question or anything before we get going? We don't have the proper algorithm All for right. everybody to be watching on Facebook. All right, well, it is the uh, it is the NBA Finals. We've got a Game 7, guys, so all the more reason to hit them with my favorite. <laughs> Basketball. This is the last time I get to play it till like November. I still have the video of your kid. Oh yeah. The fact that you trained your son. He still does dunk it to to <laughs> to follow the basketball with dunk it. All right. Really tight. NBA Finals Game Seven coming up on Sunday. Father's Day. Warriors go up three one, lose two. It's tied three three. We're headed back to Oracle. Gentlemen, what are your thoughts of the series? Uh, game six, I, I think the biggest thing, at least from my standpoint, and I've only watched a couple of games, and, I, and I'll open up to you guys because I know you're going to go, but the biggest thing is this talk of the NBA uh, treating this thing in such a manner that it would be extended to a sixth and then a seventh game. Uh, you mean you mean the comments of one Aisha Curry? Well, Aisha, not one, is one of them. One, but then yeah. also the, the Draymond suspension mm-hmm. being lobbied because they wanted to extend the series there's people that thought that as well i don't know jp let's start with you on your thoughts on uh on games six five six and even tomorrow uh, sunday night i just don't i don't see the rigged argument when these same disillusioned warrior fans weren't screaming that the series was rigged when they came back down 3-1 to the thunder there was no type of rigged then why is it rigged now because they're losing uh, last game, game six, they scored 11 points in, in the first quarter. In the right? first quarter. Yeah. H- how do the referees make it that you miss <laughs> all of your they open jump shots? 
that you don't play any sound defense to, I guess, give the Cavaliers some type of unforeseen advantage because the jig is in. Like, the refs have been bad, period. Like, refs are usually bad, period. Sometimes more than not. I get the whole Bud Foster argument and all the Warrior fans hate him because they feel like he has a vendetta against the team. And when he officiates games, they're 5-5. Five and five. That's 500. So, yes, there are five losses. There are also five victories when he's on the court. <laughs> and, again, Who are they the Warrior on? fans aren't talking about those. It'd be different if it was, like, 9-1. to one. So nine losses, one win when Bud Foster rests. Okay, cool. We can maybe look into this. Like, it's 50-50. So if I was trying to fix a game, I don't want it that close. But clearly, I don't think it's rigged. I just think that uh, after Draymond started tapping men in the genitalia and calling people names, he actually woke up the beast because clearly LeBron is playing like the greatest player on the planet Earth. Uh, he leads in every single statistical category, minutes, points, rebounds, assists, uh, blocks. That's pretty gnarly that a strong forward, power forward is leading in every single statistical category in an NBA Finals by himself. That's otherworldly. So if the NBA is fixing this, they're doing a mighty great job of having everybody work together for the greater yeah. good of Game 7 of the NBA Finals. What do you think, Ev? I mean, as a sports fan, period, I think any time a fan base blames conspiracies of the referees, I, I'm, I'm just it annoys the hell out of me. I'm, I'm sick of that. Fact is, the Warriors are playing probably the worst basketball they've played all season. Three of the nine worst shooting performances they've had have come in this series against Cleveland. They simply are just not playing very good basketball. That's all it is. You know, the Draymond thing. People keep thinking is because of the tap. Yeah, it was because of the tap, but that was his fourth flagrant point Draymond had picked up in this postseason. It's a, it's a, a you it's like add all of it together. It's, it's a sum, it's an a accumulation. sum of all the parts. It's an accumulation. Thank you. And LeBron was it was assessed a technical foul for stepping over him, which was wrong. Exactly. But it's fixed. Give, give, <laughs> give Cleveland some credit. Give Tyron Lue some credit for making adjustments and making Steph Curry work his ass off on the offensive end of the floor and then on the defensive end when they're shoving LeBron at him. I mean, Cleveland's done what they're supposed to do in this series. I'm, my feelings are not very good if I'm a Warrior fan heading into Sunday. And you are. And I am. <laughs> um, for me, like I understand why people blame the refs. Uh, officiating, it, I, I don't agree with it. I think it's a funny thing to, to get mad about. But I understand that the distrust when it comes to officials in any sport, it's so up and down and all over the place that it's easy to kind of go there and i understand why people do it um so but having said that you know my colleagues over here have made fantastic points about i mean you have the best player you know lebron gets dogged so much and he's under such scrutiny but six straight finals it's like and and if he wins this one his third title against what people were arguing was the best team ever. Um, people need to stop and just, you know, maybe start appreciating him finally. Because here's the thing, like, people would, did the same thing with Kobe, and then they finally started to appreciate him his last season. And that's why everybody when was, he was terrible. Love. Right. Well, that's yeah. why everybody loved that last game when he went off for 60. So um, hopefully people can start appreciating it earlier instead of waiting until LeBron's last season when he's, 
you know, playing for the Milwaukee Bucks at like age 40 or something. <laughs> I, I think almost regardless what LeBron does Sunday night, he is the MVP of the series. And you may even say Kyrie Irving's number two. Really? If you go, I mean, there's a lot yeah. of stat boys and girls, and everybody now is deep on the analytics of basketball. If you pull up the last two games, which have both been elimination games for the Cavs, he's averaged a triple-double. Who's averaged a triple-double in back-to-back elimination games <laughs> in the NBA Finals? Yeah. That's nuts. I mean, like, you talk about putting a team on your back. Yes, Kyrie has been helping. Like, he definitely has showed up. But, I mean, Kevin Love, we haven't seen him in months. We haven't seen Kevin Love since, what, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, JR, I mean, JR gets hot when he feels like it. So, I feel like he's Tristan a, Thompson's played well, too. I mean, yeah. he's finally finishing at the rim. I mean, he averages yeah. 15 offensive boards a game. Every and time then has he four scored points. last night, I could hear your voice, JP. Like, I don't get how he – but he gets a board right in front of the basket and immediately kicks it out like second nature. Like he's ingrained in his mind that he needs to pass the ball and just not turn around and dunk. Uh, maybe Bogut being injured, I, I mean – I think it's a bigger effect than anything, really, obviously what happened in game six. You know, Zealy's got to play more minutes. Where the hell was Mo Spates? Why didn't Kerr play him at all? I'm not saying Mo Spates would have made a big difference, but he has shown, one, he can score in stretches – and two, he can have some kind of impact at least. He didn't play at all in game six, which I'm not sure if he was hurt or what went on there. But he's a guy who's usually kind of sparked the Warriors a little bit. You look at the numbers for Golden State. Leandro Barbosa has got the best field goal percentage on this team. Come, this coming off the bench, wasn't he like 70%? He's shooting 65.4. Yeah, he was on, He was at 70 during the game. So, yeah. so but they get, keep saying that uh, uh, Draymond was supposed to stop, was supposed to stop Braun or be a better – version of a Reuben Patterson and Braun gave him the majority of those 41 came with Draymond Gardner granted that yeah Iguodala had a bad run at it but I mean his back is kind of toast so it's kind of what do you expect I mean why is he kind of on the court you need to go to your bench a little earlier with Andre Iguodala not being able to do mostly anything before we get to game seven specifically what are your feelings on Aisha and her conduct during the last couple games the only thing I will say about this is that if this was LeBron's wife yeah, Savannah. who did this, <laughs> like, think of the the uproar that that oh, would absolutely. have gotten. And the nastiness. Because, because there's a guy that, like, Steph's only now getting some heat, you know, over the last couple months. All season long, every night that the Warriors played, Steph was doing something ridiculous, and, and he was just put up on this, this pedestal. Now he's starting to get some heat, and his his wife... You know, she she has. I mean, she's defending her husband. I can respect that. Um, she's she's getting a little. You know, it, it's not what they're used to so far. But LeBron has gotten hate basically his entire career. Yeah. And she is just. She's been quiet. She goes about her business, and and she she's there for her husband. She's there in a supportive way. Now I don't know. You know what their relationship is. I'm not going to try to speak on that, but. Um, you know, she does it in a different way. If she would have said this, oh, my goodness, the firestorm that would have come down on that would have been insane. I mean, this has been a pretty big firestorm as well. I think well, yeah, yeah, yeah. W- but it w- I think it would have been worse with LeBron. I, I I have no problem with it. I would have had no problem if LeBron's wife had said anything. I think anyone's able to say what they feel. Yeah. Well, why is it such an outrage that she spoke out? I, I think that's more of a societal issue than anything else. That is now carrying over to the NBA because this is the NBA Finals, and you've got one of the more popular players in the league, along with a very popular wife. 
and that's right. why this is all of a sudden such a big issue. Yeah, I, I won't argue that she's wrong. I feel like when you're quote unquote famous, for lack of a better term, like you got to watch what you say. And like she also has a brand. Yeah. Her husband has a brand. Yep. Together the they whole have the family brand. has a brand. Like they're literally pushing upon people, which is totally yeah. fine. We live in the most capitalistic country on the planet Earth. Get you. So it's all good to get in your bag. But like for her to say that they fixed the game because of money, uh, win, lose, or draw, Steph Curry stands to break the proverbial bank at the end of his rookie contract. Yeah. He's about to get cashed out regardless. Nike exact contract. Nike execs are quitting okay. because they didn't get Curry. Like, that's how much money he's worth right now. So for her to say the NBA is rigged for money, who's about to make that money? Like, your actual husband. On the backside of that, she just added just 9 million pounds of pressure yeah. on his little feeble say, shoulders. That's got to be the hard part for him. Because not only does he have to kind of, like, go home. He doesn't have to, so excuse me, this is not his prerogative, to defend his wife. Because usually men stand in front of their women, which is cool. But now he has to actually go out and perform so that she doesn't get flamed on again yeah. for that nonsensical tweet. I mean, you don't tweet something that egregious, and then it gets 100,000 retweets, and then you try to delete it and say that, oh, it was heat of the moment. Well, you should keep heat of the moment in a text thread, in a group chat. Like, you don't tweet that. Like, this is not the time to tweet through it. Just got to listen to Herm Edwards' advice. So I think uh, <laughs> when if, if, in fact, they do lose Game 7 – I mean, the you know how the media works. They're going to try to blame her. Like, you put all this insurmountable pressure on your husband's well, shoulders. And, and, that, and that would be wrong, too, I think. I mean, people will make that the narrative, but that's not the reason why. If the Warriors do lose, that's not the reason why they lost, because Aisha Curry tweeted. <laughs> uh, you no, know, I, but, but, but people will make... People will make that the case, and they, you know, again, it's it's to the you know blaming the refs. They will find anything to blame except the actual players on the court when it really comes down to it, you know. And granted, he's not playing exceptionally well, so for her to even say that, it's like, wait, but your husband is supposed to be the unanimous MVP of the league, carrying his team to the promised land. He's not doing that. The part that I think she missed, which is low is that I don't think she understands how the internet works. Like, these yeah. jokes going to fly regardless, lady. Like, you need to understand how Twitter is a machine, and it is undefeated. Like, the internet doesn't lose. <laughs> so when you say this kind of stuff, like, it's going to come back around. The internet doesn't forget. Like, these receipts are forever. Like, if you're a public figure, you kind of literally have to watch every single character that you put out because people will set you on fire for it. She's got half a million followers. Yeah. Like, so, so yeah, someone should have just took her phone. Yeah, because she literally went from it's rigged to I'm upset to they're racially profiling my dad in Cleveland, Ohio. Well, the story that came out <laughs> today about that was apparently that the security claims they thought Aisha's dad looked a lot like a very popular the scammer, artist, yeah. right, right, who uses fake credentials to get into arenas, and that's why they were worried about him. Whether that's true or not, who knows? Right. But. Doesn't it seem fishy when he got off the bus with her, like the bus that Beyonce walked straight past while the Warriors sat in there up, upset? That was the best part. Like, Beyonce strolled past your bus, and you're sitting here tweeting, talking about, still on the bus, <laughs> 20 minutes later, like, hey, Beyonce's in the front row chilling with popcorn. I'm sorry. <laughs> Did you exit yet? What's this thing with Stephen A, too? She's going back and forth with him today. Well, he, he told her, basically, he, he dropped the stay in your lane thing. Got it. He, no, he, he, he said basically stay in the kitchen is what he basically Right, right, okay. Saying. I was trying to be what nice about it. But, but when, yeah. you, when you play it back, in his defense, which I probably would do one time in my natural life, he 
convolutes his point so much with hyperbole and yelling and multisyllabics. Like he and, always does. And yeah. looking at the screen and flinching and throwing his hands that his actual point gets lost. Yeah. Like he made the right point. Like, hey, don't tweet this kind of stuff out in crunch yeah, time of the finals. That's what he said first. And then yeah. he just starts. And, blah, blah, and then blah, 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 blah. he just goes all over here with it and then has to apologize later because he has mouth diarrhea. That's what happens when you're a sideshow. All, yeah. all the action covers your actual message. Quite frankly, Evan, I don't appreciate that comment. <laughs> <laughs> so he was right, and then he just went wrong after right. he actually made his initial point, which sucks. So should have quit while you were behind, Stephen A. So looking at Game Seven, Sunday night, Father's Day. Uh, happy Father's Day to everybody out there. Yeah, the Dan. Yeah, those, Dan. All those dads. Times two. Yeah. Double trouble. That you know. Of. Uh, looking at Game Seven, guys. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> Um, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Wheels came off on that one. I uh, hope the missus is one of the viewers. Right oh now. yeah. Um, hi mom. Looking at Game Seven, guys. What do we think is going to happen here? Is is are the Warriors done, or are we going to see them bounce back and trump them? They're not fifteen. They're not done. Or is this like a triple overtime in it, your face type I, of game? I'm hoping it just lives up to the title and is a f- fabulous game. I hope it's not a blowout either way. I'll say this. The most valuable player in the league this year was Stephen Curry. The most valuable player on this team is Draymond Green. The most important player on this team is Klay Thompson. Oh, that was beautiful. It's true. He's got to stay hot, and he's got to get hot early if they're going to have a chance to win this game at home. But he's tired because he's been carrying a team on his back. Get hot. Like, Klay been tired. You saw that last game. Like, dog, I'm actually sleepy because I'm not LeBron. Like, I don't do this on the regular. It's It's not my deal on this team. This offense runs at his best when he is hitting threes, when he's hitting outshot shots, when he's getting into the elbow and hitting jumpers. It opens up Steph for screens. It opens up cuts to the hoop. He's got to play well if they're going to win game seven. But Tyron Lue taking a page out of my book, beating up Steph, Steph not cashing. Clay always has to guard the first or second best offensive player on the other team and then get beat up when he's playing on defense. He's tired. Now your first scoring option technically is Nutcheck, who isn't the greatest scorer, and then Barbosa coming off the bench and whoever else. So I feel like you literally just took the head and the neck of the dragon off, and you expect the little guys to carry the load, which kind of almost never happens. Because the weird thing about Draymond that's been happening in the series is typically when he gets that spot up three up top, he has no hesitation. He puts it up. He's been hesitating quite a bit in this series. Well, well, he was also missing a lot of them too. Right. And that's why, but – so, uh, let's make a prediction. Might as well. That's what we do. Bros, what do you think? Uh, I'll take the Warriors just on the fact that, like, I always look at basketball as a roller coaster. Up and down, back and forth, uh, round and round. And the Warriors have home court. Like, I, I'm not fully confident in that prediction, but... I think the uh, home court is the reason. I, that tilts yeah, me over, too. And I think, you know, I was actually proud that Steph showed a little emotion. And he threw his mouth guard. Oh yeah, that that, you know, that too. Like I was, hit that I was poor happy. Rich White kid. I was, I was happy he Who, like, did that. High fived him. Afterwards. Yeah, I was, I was like, hey, happy. Man, cool. I was happy he showed a little emotion because that guy is like one of the most like unemotional leaders out there. Like Dray, that's why you said Draymond is the MVP of the team because he's the emotional leader of the squad. He does so much. Yeah, but you know the baby faced assassin, who you know. Assassin usually kills their victim from like hundreds of yards away, like in the comfort of like a hotel room or something like that, as we see in movies. You know, now he's been knocked down on the playground by a dude with a knife. He needs to show a little motion, show a little backbone, 
and go out there and, and be the MVP. Um, I think he will. Again, not fully confident, but I'm taking the Warriors just because of home court. When he does show emotion, it's typically because he's doing well. He needs to show that emotion from jump Sunday. I, I, I want to say the Warriors. I really do, obviously. Um, I just had the feeling that Cleveland has found their groove. LeBron has found his groove. The other guys are getting their parts right. And if literally they keep Kevin Love limited in minutes, if he plays under 15 minutes, Cleveland wins. The key <laughs> to game seven, Kevin Love's minutes. That was really funny yesterday during the uh, the whole ESPN pregame. The dude was holding the trash can with Kevin Love in it yeah, in Cleveland. Great. That was awesome. That's good stuff. Thanks for Wiggins, guys. JP, what's your, uh, what's your call? I think that the cast continue to beat up on little boy Steph because he's just not he's not he's not built for this. Uh, his foul trouble in the last game, everybody's arguing that those fouls are egregious. I mean, if anybody's ever played organized basketball, like you know what a reaching foul is, and he was reaching. Like two of those fouls were close, and I understand like playoff basketball, you need to really hack somebody to get a foul. So I agree, but he still had four fouls. Three of those come in the second half. The last one, eh, all right, but when you watch in the slow-mo, he fouled him. I felt like he's just going to get frustrated again at home, and he'll just be throwing up prayers from 45 and 50 feet that aren't going to fall. And he's uh, he's facing the guy who's played in more game sevens than anybody on the floor. So I just feel like LeBron can literally carry his team to the promised land and then leave in the offseason back to Miami and just make this really fun for everybody. All right, well, I guess we'll see what happens. Sunday night, Game 7 from Oracle will all be tuned. Actually, I'm going to run it on my laptop at the park because I'm going to be at a barbecue for Father's nice. Day, so I'm going to be watching it there. Yeah. You guys got any plans for Game 7? Just hit, hit it up at the house kind of thing? I'll be, I'll be with we'll be Pops. With pops yeah. We'll be watching golf for most of the day. And what, then probably... uh, what, what, what do you all got going for? Uh, you gonna, golf? You gonna, Who, gonna who's, who's still golfing? Drive down to, <laughs> you drive down to see face? Is Spieth playing? Is, um, he, is he alive? Dad, no, my anymore. dad will watch golf. He, it could be like, you know, the – who the non who's who and my dad will still watch just because it's the u.s open and it's father's yeah. day yeah he's a so diehard like evan Dorman. he will yeah my grandparents God, same right thing. Now. yep yep um speaking of the open uh we're we're almost halfway through the first two rounds i don't know if they're going to finish round two today it doesn't seem like it right up no a lot of guys actually won't even start round two today because of all the rain they had on thursday oh really wow um the, the guys who were in the Thursday afternoon, Friday morning are now in the middle of round two, and the guys who would have normally teed off Friday afternoon are now teeing off Saturday morning. Got I it. think it's going to get accordion and squeeze so much in that they'll they'll probably play about 27 or so on Saturday and maybe still be able to get it in by Sunday. If not, Monday. And who doesn't love Monday golf? Who doesn't love Monday golf? One of my favorite parts about the U.S. Open, I know this doesn't apply very often, but is the 18-hole playoff. I love that about this tournament. When there's when there's a tie, they play a full round. It's not this, you know, four Some hole death. playoff or on Island Green. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I remember one year when the Open was on NBC, and I was working at the affiliate in Phoenix, and I was a daytime editor, and nice. I was working a daytime, you know, shift. So it went to uh, a playoff, and I just remember like pumping my fist because I went into work that day, kicked my heels up, and did a not did a damn thing the whole day. <laughs> Because that golf tournament was on our air. It was beautiful. Well, that, that was probably the epic 08 Tiger Rocco Mediate. Yes, it yep. was. Right? It was. When Tiger was yep. playing on a broken leg. What was that name you said twice? Rocco Mediate. <laughs> nah, that was, it was, that was once. 
Uh, so what's the what's the leaderboard looking like at this point? I know you're I know you're you're backing up Dustin on this one, right? Yeah, Dustin Johnson. Uh, you know, he was my pick coming in. Uh, he was four under at the end of round one. Did we get official? Did that official? Was that? Did we get that last week on the? No, no, no. He okay. he threw it out some point. I when... threw it out some point week. <laughs> this week like in the last. 30 minutes? But, yep, that's uh, that's when I heard about it. It was after round one. Yes. Yeah, Martha Stewart, <laughs> insider trading. Thank you. Anyway, so uh, none of the big names are really up at the top other than Sergio, right? No, the top three players in the world, Jason Day, Rory McIlroy, Jordan Speed, they're all like combined 15 over par. Trash, yeah. bad. Yeah. Garbage. Well. Oakmont's been playing tough. Even with the rain that softened the course and made it a little bit slower, the greens a little more manageable, it's still playing pretty fast. So. Basuda, the Tiger already won this one. I know we're probably dropping listeners by the dozen here as we talk golf, but um, (laughs) (laughs) I was actually, why is it that they, and I know this is probably a goal uh, for this tournament, but why is it that the U.S. Open courses, they always say is like so hard, and that's why like finishing an open 10 under is something, you know what I mean? Right. If you finish an open like five under. That's what I mean. Why is it, why is that this tournament is is different from the others? Is it just, they they pick the harder courses and then they make pin placement hard. They want the cream to rise to the top. Yeah, exactly. And they grow out the rough to to put a larger emphasis on driving. There's so much now with the technology, it's easy for guys to bomb at 350 and, oh God, if I hit it right and hit it in the rough, you know, it's not that thick so I can still hit a wedge or a short iron and get it onto the green. It, It puts such a larger emphasis on getting the ball in the fairway to start. And then on a place like Oakmont, the green's you know, not every green is flat. It's got some kind of undulations. This has tiers and, and levels that are unlike almost any golf course in the world, and it's probably the fastest greens in the world. Well, yeah, we saw couch. that. We saw that chip from uh, Spieth. Was it yesterday? Yep. Your who boy chipped it on, put it about what four feet from the pin, and it rolled back yeah, and, and all the way all into way the bunker. Into a bunker. So yeah. What was exactly. his quote? Uh, he screamed like you know why how is that in the bunker something like that he yelled like steph curry after yeah did he throw a golf club (laughs) not in for a mouth guard still wearing those ugly under armor shoes though (laughs) why under armor you guys are disrespectful man like you guys are so disrespectful the product functionality wise is top notch it's probably better than nike it's probably better than adidas it's probably better than all your competitors but aesthetically like, you guys probably have the most trash designers on the planet Earth. What's going on? Did you guys see Tom Brady was rocking those Curry 2s last night during the oh, NBA no. Finals? He the, tweeted The low-top ones that, that are an omen? Yeah. He, he wrote <laughs> straight fire on the on the toe of the left foot just like Curry did. He meant to write straight garbage. <laughs> Does anybody care about Steve Stricker? Not particularly. Why? What's up? I just like the way he said that playing with Tiger Woods ruined his confidence. Yeah, in 2004. Well, and he still I mean, never recovered. That was that was the, we've always we've always talked about this in twenty five episodes. Always said that the the thing that Tiger did was intimidation more than anything. He intimidated people and he made them uncomfortable in the most non context word ever. He probably taught LeBron how to do that to the whole Golden State Warriors squad. Oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm any, out here reaching like Steph Curry. Anybody want to talk soccer? Wow. You guys want to talk soccer? I'll talk do I? Soccer. I think we're really boring, JP. Today. Yeah. USA Ecuador yeah. throwing down the boxing match almost. I watched I watched Brazil lose and then got very confused as to how this thing was going to shake out. This um this match was I I don't know I I only saw from about minute fifty on, but that's really all I needed to see yeah. for the good stuff. Um, US already had a one nothing lead at that point. The Dempsey and then, header in the first half was pretty nice. I saw the highlight of that and that was sexy. cool. But I mean. I don't think I've ever seen – we were talking about it this morning. I don't think I've ever seen that many bookings in one game. There's oh, a there's, lot. A I've, I've seen games where there's been a lot of bookings. Usually it kind of like unravels toward the end of it. But that many impact bookings. 
Huge. And, and really, Huge. like, t- like, I felt like I was watching the NBA a little bit because he, you know, Jermaine Jones just kind of tapped him on the chin, <laughs> and that's a red card. That's an ejection. But it's automatic, right? Hey, the two bald dudes on the U.S. are angry. What's the little guy named Bradley and the Asian Bradley? cat? Bradley. Wood cats. and Bobby Wood. Bro, bro, them cats got anger management well, issues. Well, John Brooks, <laughs> the, the defender, also angry. Um, I literally just saw them running up and just screaming at people's faces. Like, hold up, man, chill out. Yeah, no, it was uh, it was actually a fun game to watch. I didn't get to watch it live, but I, I went back home and I actually stayed up and, and watched it, which is probably you know a testament to how <laughs> little of a life I have. And, Serious uh, question. Sorry to interrupt. How come soccer players don't get penalized for grabbing the wrong ankle when they do the foul? They, oh, <laughs> they. I wish they would call. I wish they would card the player who made the foul, and then they would also card the player who yeah, dove. I, Sometimes, like they do in hockey, they said they were going to start calling that more, but they no. rare—I rarely see that. You'll see hockey. somebody get kicked yeah. in the left ankle and yeah. grab the right knee. Hold yeah. up. How, how, yeah. What, what happened there? Did they transfer? Well, this is also the sport where they come out and they just spray some cold water on you, and you're magically okay. <laughs> so, did James um, Neal ever play soccer? I think they'll get the right rule. <laughs> oh man! Oh, Colin's watching. Oh, no, yeah, I'm sure she is. Who can be Argentina? Uh, okay, so that's 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 the thing. Jurgen? No. It, it gets to <laughs> I think no. that's the reason why you know those cards hurt, which the US has actually formally protested the cards against Jermaine Jones and Bobby Wood. So they're they're attempting to try to get one or both of them back for the semifinal. How often do they get overturned? Uh I can't remember the last time it happened. But hey, you know what? Again, shoot your shot. Yeah. Facts on if you're the US shoot. Oh, yeah, there's no reason not to. Yeah. If they say no, they say no. Um, the problem is, is that you're going to be down Jermaine Jones. You're, you're yeah. going to be down Alejandro Bedoya, who got a really bad yellow card in like late in the game. And Jurgen should have taken him out earlier when they were up two one, and he didn't. He left him in. He Landon Donovan did a so so job on the broadcast, but he was pointing out that Bedoya was tired the whole time, and finally he you know slipped up because he was tired and he got a, he got another yellow card, so he's gone. And then Bobby Woods out, who was arguably you know outside of Dempsey their best player in that game because he he kept stretching the ecuador defense so you're down three of the guys who've been starting for you the entire tournament and now you're going to go up against the number one team in the world in argentina unless they slip and lose to venezuela tomorrow which i don't see happening but i think the best or i i think the takeaway is that i don't know if anyone expected the u.s to be in the semifinals so what is this because they were supposed to face brazil in this game right right and brazil and brazil got a bad call well, against no, no. it was a bad call against Peru, right? No, the, the US wasn't even supposed to win this group. They well, that's ended true. up they winning the group. Second. Yeah, they were supposed to be second probably facing Brazil and then Brazil got right. you know. <laughs> yeah, Brazil got hosed. So, but d- what does this do for the men's national team as a whole? Does does that buy Jurgen even more time now just to getting to I think, this point? I think it does. But here's the thing, Jurgen like the difference between this tournament and other ones is that he's sticking with the lineup. He's not changing it every time. He's sticking with the back line. He obviously had to make a change uh, yesterday. He's going to have to make some more. But be- that was because Yedlin had gotten two yellows and wasn't able to play. Yedlin will be back for the semi, so he'll have his back line intact. Um, but, yeah, he's going to have to make some changes. You know, he does have some experienced midfielders, and that's where it's going to count because – you know, Argentina will possession you to death with Messi. He can just dance around everybody. Um, so they're gonna. He'll have to figure out some kind of way, formation-wise, to drag this thing out and hope that Dempsey or Zardes can get loose 
and and get their head on one and and you know Argentina's defense isn't fantastic that's their weak link the their back line so if if Dempsey can you know work those guys over a little bit they might have a shot at getting one but it's going to be a very tough tough test if they can't ha- if they're not at full strength yeah as always in these matches when it's the US as the under like that possession's key they got to hold mm. on to the ball control it i don't like their chances i i i don't either but again like if you can make it to the the final four of this tournament like it would hey, that be, was their it, goal it would be the tie it, you know they were i guess they were in the semis in 95 in the copa so this will tie for their – I mean, hell, they could even win the third-place game. Who knows? They, that might be their best finish in the Copa ever. So, hey, Moral victories. Yeah, we'll see. Oh, man, I got an alert here. Andy Behrens has joined the uh, Facebook Live. Uh-oh. So, I will, oh, hey, no. Andy. I will booster money. We hey, haven't Andy. talked Galen Rupp yet, Andy. So yeah. Yeah. We, we've been you waiting for you to join us. Time. Here comes a middle-distance question. Um, so – so Argentina. So then, who who are we looking at in the final of this thing? And this is being played well, by Jersey, right? I'm now. hoping I'm hoping that it's Mexico, Colombia in the other semi. That would be a fun game to watch. Although Mexico, Chile, the game I'll be at tomorrow. Yeah, you're going right. Um, yep. We'll have a recap on Yahoo Sports tomorrow night at midnight. <laughs> if you guys want shameless plug, baby. <laughs> they actually put me on camera, which is amazing. Um, so yeah, it looks like it could be Mexico, Colombia, which would be. Uh, a fun one. Even Colombia, Chile would be, be nice a, fan, a, fa- a fantastic semi. So, I'd actually like if I'm the U.S. and we get past Argentina, I want to get Colombia again, just to have another shot at them from what they did in the first game. Have some hummus. So that means it'll be Argentina, Mexico, right? Probably. <laughs> yes. I just want to see Dylan, 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 and Dylan. All the fire. All of it. All right, Andy. Where's your question? We're waiting for you. A um, little bit of NFL news here. Uh, some, somebody explain this Waffle House elbow sleeve. You never, you, have you been to Atlanta fun. ever in your life? Uh, I have been in the airport. That is all. I've been to one in Arizona, which doesn't really count. I've been, I've been to a Waffle, Waffle House. Waffle House in Arizona? Yeah, yeah. I lived right down the street from it. Is I could have walked. Is it trash? It was fine. It's Waffle House. But who in the back cooking the waffles? Mm. <laughs> I, yeah. I didn't. I didn't ask. See, yeah, that's the issue. Oh, I mean, man. Waffle House in Atlanta, world famous. After the boom boom uh, rule, Baron wants to know if he missed the Posey talk. Oh, have we not <laughs> talked about Buster Posey in this podcast? Uh, weren't, weren't we going to get the dream? Weren't we going to get the dream? Oh, the dream I had. Should oh, we talk yeah, about yeah, the yeah. finish the Waffle House and then we'll? Yeah, let's sure. do Waffle House okay. and then we'll talk about the dream. So, uh, what, your, your th- so this watching thing... too, Doherty. Sweet. Shout out. She loves sports. Sports, 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 sports. sports. <laughs> that's what she commented. Uh, wow. So. So this one here, Ev, uh, explain this. So um, a Titans uh, defensive back is wearing an elbow sleeve or something? Yeah, B.W. Webb comes out in an elbow sleeve on his left arm, and it's a Waffle House logo. And it's not like, you know, the practice jerseys in the NFL now, teams have sponsors and they wear a patch on their their chest. This is just his own little deal he does. And I I, I was curious what restaurant you would guys – you guys would want on your on your arm sleeve, restaurant, Ooh. restaurant only. Okay, so like, oh, like a Waffle House. Okay, so, hmm, Brandon, you want to go first or JP? You I got something? No, I, hmm. I mean, I would probably put double D's on mine just because of the the history I had oh, there. Yeah. Ten years working Fair. there, and and then it burned down. Like you know, it just did like three Ar- months ago. Arson? No. Oh. Water heater. <laughs> Water heater. <laughs> no, I'd probably do Air that. Close. But um, anybody else? What do you got? Probes. I'm trying to think of the, like the most obnoxious looking like I'm trying to think of the most obnoxious like logo <laughs> of a restaurant that I could put on there, <laughs> like Red Robin or Wow, 
I actually enjoy Red Robin though, so uh, that would be like a twofer. Oh, the fries. Um, mm. Yeah, they're really good. Uh, yeah, I can't really think. Maybe Krispy Kreme. Maybe oh, Krispy Kreme. 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 Evan, what do you like? Um, I was thinking like, uh, like I don't know, the chilies or baby back ribs. Baby back. JP. I think I'm gonna have to bid weekly on uh, whichever food establishment not trying to kill my people uh, via cholesterol. So not not Chipotle? Uh, <laughs> hell no. Nah. We'd, we'd never do that unless we ran out of, like, toilet paper. <laughs> so, I mean, they just have to be a weekly. And if you had some kind of health initiative or you had, you know, a, a diversity inclusion program at your restaurant, if your money was right, I'll wear you on the sleeve for a so week of practice. Lobster? JP is oh, yeah. all about the sponsorships. Yeah, always. You can you can dial him up on Twitter. He'll 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 feature your beverage right here on the bullpen podcast. Wear yes. your arm sleeve. I mean, Dornbush, I know you watching. You might want to put me in one of those marketing meetings or with sales or something, so we can get this paper together. <laughs> Airbnb, can Airbnb we, arm sleeves for everybody. I mean, Carrie still hates me for Airbnb, and we missed that one. I, I'm not gonna let anybody <laughs> live that one down. They let Espen take that right from under us. All right, so. Um, can we can we first talk about that BW Webb should not be playing football. He should be a novelist. I mean, that's a perfect. <laughs> that's a perfect. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, all right. So yeah, yeah. let's Evan get. To, told us this you had a dream wait about for, Posey. No, 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 no. no, no. So so last week on the podcast, JP. you may remember that um, Evan had a run in with Buster Posey's wife at an interview, where she was making eyes at him, uh, uh, making eyes. So this week we have another uh, female, a prominent female athlete this time that was uh, that happened to appear in in Evan's dream. Yeah. Hey, wait. Before we start, Baron said he actually pulled up a stat. Baron said that in the last fifteen games, the Buster Posey was playing like a trash can. And it was your fault. <laughs> he even gave the I average. That. He well, said that like since you had told the story, he's like, I knew it was something wrong with posing. He gave the stat. He said line, he dropped him in all of his fantasy. And it was because of you, because he knew well, the day the, <laughs> the day, curse. The day that interview, we did the thing with him at the hat store for New Era, and then we go to the clubhouse that day to also do something with the Red Sox because they were in town, and we find out at. An hour before first pitch, that Posey's not playing because of a nerve in his finger. I texted Irritated you immediately. nerve or something in his thumb. And he had zero <laughs> signs of it throughout the entire interview. And then, actually, I looked back at it later, like the other day, and saw that uh, the B-roll we got of him putting on his hat, his right hand, he's kind of grasping fully the cap, the bill of the cap, but the left hand, he's, kind of, he's like pulling down, but the thumb's not pressing at all. He's not like, so I don't know what the deal was. Home record Doherty, baby. All right, so so what? Who is who is the? He's about to crush your dreams. Yeah, JP. who is the prominent female athlete in this most recent dream? <laughs> so, the dream, the only really part that I still remember now, because it's been a few days. Oh, now he forgot. No, how convenient! I know, I know who it is, <laughs> but the only part of the dream I really remember is that I'm I'm in the passenger seat in a car with Allison Felix. <laughs> get out of hand i'll text you <laughs> oh my god i literally just got a text message in all customer why did our internet go out as you're explaining this dream you didn't tell me about <laughs> <laughs> this is interactive Lindsay. <laughs> do you see how god works okay the lord works in mysterious ways 
He didn't want you to hear that. Clearly, <laughs> that makes perfect sense. Oh, JP man. was was staring daggers through you. Oh man, <laughs> Evan, Evan Doherty, the dream, Mister Steal Your Girl. Oh wow, that's funny. So now wow. you take now you Tra Trey songs Doherty, <laughs> Evan songs. <laughs> My goodness. Uh, quick side note: Barons wants to know why JP didn't impact Iowa sports the way it was supposed to be intended via the sponsorship. <laughs> See, what happened was, Barons, when them checks didn't clear, okay, my endorsement started to wane a little bit. So if you want to go back to the board of, of what do they do in Iowa? Are they husk corn? They <laughs> That's Nebraska. Play with hay? I figured, what, I mean, Slipknot's from Iowa. I'm Bangladesh is from Iowa. I'm trying to figure out what their niche is. Whatever it is, Barons, get them together, pull the money, return back here. We'll discuss again. I'm, I'm open to suggestions. I just need the check to clear first. I just want um, what just happened to be a weekly segment, as I mentioned earlier. Yes. Dr Dreaming with Doherty. Dreaming with Doherty. <laughs> Join Got us it. next week for more from, uh, I see, wow, <laughs> two for two. Who's going to be next week? Even my dad just said, wow, Evan is dreaming about Allison. <laughs> faces yeah, involved. Yeah, yeah, awesome. awesome. face. Live interaction. The text message. Wow. Is oh, By the way, today is uh, my one year anniversary of being engaged, and I'm one year out from my wedding. That's right. One so year from today. Night for this to happen. The, right? Yeah, now great. I'm go home and have to <laughs> and sleep on the couch. <laughs> really get it. And this is a funny thing. So since you explained it earlier, which level of the couch are you sleeping on? <laughs> the first floor or the second? Wherever the cat is not. We're going to get a picture later. <laughs> Doherty's going to be wearing that cone around his neck. <laughs> it's going to be a cone. Man. like, well, I told her about the dream. <laughs> oh, man. Amazing. <laughs> Allison, if you're watching, which I know you are, just hit me back on the snap again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we got more interaction via text than we did via Facebook Live this week. But uh, uh, anything else you guys want to hit on before we get out of here for this week? Does anybody have a good OJ story? I've been watching. I've, I'm through no. two episodes. I've uh, seen none of, of it. the uh, of it, and it's and it's really fascinating. Tonight is episode four, and this is the one that's gonna probably. JP's already watched all of them here twice. Yeah, but episode four is gonna blow you away because you forget a lot of the stuff that like was going on at that time. Plus, you forget a lot of the OJ, you know, the details. Just you know, in him leading up, and just how how big he was. Which was amazing. You forget that, and again, it all happened before I was we say. were born. But it it is a very fascinating piece. There's again, the theme of this episode is layers. This there's so <laughs> many layers to this to this so, thing. So, so they've all come out, right? Or they haven't all come out yet. They're all online, but if you don't watch them on your computer, so five you is you were Saturday. watching you were watching five the other day. That was yeah. the last one with the Vegas stuff. Correct. Right? Yeah. Okay. Hey, can we can we get a quick shout out to Films watching us in Be Sweden Mar right hey! now? Hey! We're international. Uh, B. Murray, you got a quick question before we get out of here? Uh, throw it on the Facebook Films, live. did you take your starter pack with you to Sweden? Oh! oh. The five-hour energy the, and the seven other things? The, yes. The, the Christmas <laughs> starter pack? But shout-out to the one good time I had in Texas at the Reed Berry Family Reunion because on August the 4th, 2007, I met Juice. He was very much inebriated on the San Antonio Riverwalk. Yeah, on the river walk, yeah. and he's walking towards us, a group of me and my cousins who, like, I don't know, but they were cool. <laughs> so I look, and I was like, damn, that's Juice. And for some reason, they had no idea who he was. And they're like, what? I was like, that's OJ. I'm like, no, it's not. 
So then he gets closer, maybe like 20 yards away. And I was like, juice, juice. And then he gets 10 yards away and he looks up. He goes, what's up, man? And I was like, oh, shit. OJ, acknowledge me. And he's, he's walking with two Playboy bunnies literally carrying him. But it's just funny because he doesn't see anybody else. But he had to holler at greatness. So he's walking up. <laughs> so he's walking up the stairs, and this lady comes from behind me and goes, "Yeah, that's juice." And I turn around, and it's like some OG Angela Bassett-looking lady with the glasses <laughs> and like the, the nice short hair and like this black dinner dress. I'm like, "Whoa!" And my cousin's looking at me like, "Do you know her?" I'm like, "Nah, but my goodness." And that's my OJ story. He literally walked into the club See, and probably bought shots. Everybody, everybody hates JP. No. The juice didn't. The juice didn't. I mean, he's a pretty the controversial juice. character. <laughs> Maybe not one you want in your uh, in your phone, like on speed dial, but I mean he he's part of the reason why I love SC. I remember Saturday morning watching him on ESPN Classic, like, my goodness, it's the greatest running back ever. I should yeah, be a that's the other fan. stuff too. You watch those old highlights in this thing, and it's just like it it's it's literally like a it's like Tech Mobile. Like it would, but both. it was graceful. Yeah, it's like yeah. my gosh, this is poetry in motion. Well, he shout was... out to OJ. He gets out in a year, so hopefully he'll be able to tell <laughs> a story, Jesus. the real story, a different story. I mean, what? Everybody's making money off of OJ, and people had the audacity to get mad at Deion Sanders' tweet when he said, "I hope OJ's kids are reaping the benefits of all this hoopla uh, yeah. around him." And then his Twitter mentions were in shambles. And for some reason, he deleted the tweet. And I was like, "Wait a second! If everybody is producing a doc." A show, writing yeah, books. Absolutely. Yeah. Justin and I forgot the other young lady's name. Like, what do his kids get? Are they written into this somehow? Because yeah. everybody's making money off of OJ, but OJ. I, I totally agree. I hope they get cashed out. Last Hopefully, point. he's got a nice house when he for him when he gets on the the outside, so he doesn't have to end up going a compound. Put him yeah. away. The cool, not it's not cool, but it actually is cool because it's capitalistic America. When he was in jail. He didn't have to pay for his lawyer fees out of pocket because he signed all those autographs. Did you guys catch that in episode oh, yeah. three? No, I haven't. No, I haven't watched. Three he yet. signed enough autographs while in prison to raise three million dollars cash. Wow, that's crazy! <laughs> Off of autographs alone. Wow, and that's how he. Uh, He'll be fine. I, just I, Pete Rose it. He'll just yeah. go yeah, sign sure, autographs. People sure, still sure want him. Everybody watch it because the next two episodes. No, it's are, it's really good. Out of there. All right, anything else, guys? We all good? Uh, keep your women away from Evan. Yeah. Seriously. Keep right. your athletic women away from Evan. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to do it for this edition of the Bullpen Podcast. Please tweet at us, at the Bullpen Pod. You can get in touch with Evan if you need anything, at Y Sports Evan. Uh, phone number, uh, he'll tweet your <laughs> phone number directly. <laughs> you direct. uh, and for a small fee of $50, he'll dream about you. That's right. You could $3 million. If Evan. I could raise $3 million <laughs> dreaming about people. <laughs> wow, that would be great. All right, that wraps up episode 25, guys. We made it through 25 of these Woo-hoo! things. Um, hopefully we got 25 more. We are legends. And, uh, we got some good ones coming up, though. Off next week, but uh, we'll check back in in a couple weeks. As we get closer to, I guess, what, 4th of July? What's next? I don't wing, know. Wing yeah. Day? National Wing Day. That's our first uh, live show out of the studio. Is Baron we'll sponsoring this? It it's July Baron's, 29th. Is Baron sponsoring this? We're going to have uh, to fly Baron's out for us.